0: This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Lily Jamali. Congress has reached a deal on a stimulus package worth almost a trillion dollars. For people who are unemployed, the bill would reinstate weekly federal benefit checks. But for just $300, that's half the amount workers got in the last package. In California alone, an estimated 750,000 people were set to lose their benefits come December 26th, Workers advocates are skeptical that this new funding will provide immediate relief. The paycheck protection program for struggling businesses has also been re-upped. Other funding has been set aside for rental assistance, schools, childcare, and more. Here in Northern California, PG&E has told a federal judge that crews hired to remove potentially hazardous trees in Shasta County were chased away 2 years ago by a woman brandishing a firearm. As KQED's Dan Brecky reports, an unremoved tree in the area where that incident took place may have been involved in starting a deadly fire this fall.
1: In the fall of 2018, PG&E contractors were working to clear hazardous trees from along power lines after a major fire near Redding. The utility said a resident along rural Zog Mine Road threatened the crews twice. The crews left the area, which CAL FIRE is now investigating as the possible origin of last September's Zog fire. The blaze killed four people and destroyed more than 60 homes. PG&E's disclosure comes as U.S. District Judge William Alsup, who is overseeing the utility's probation in a separate criminal case, seeks to find out why potentially dangerous trees near power lines along Zogmine Road were not removed. Cal Fire withheld comment, saying the Zog fire remains under investigation. For the California Report, I'm Dan Brecky.
0: The tally of PG&E's sky-high bankruptcy bill is in. Court filings reviewed by KQED show law firms, financial advisors, and investment bankers ran up a $700 million tab during the year and a half the company spent in Chapter 11. PG&E voluntarily entered bankruptcy protection early last year because of liabilities from wildfires caused by its equipment. Lawyers at one of pg es law firms, Wild Gottschall, charged as much as $3,700 per round-trip flight between New York and San Francisco and spent up to $900 a night on hotels, all while billing their hourly rates as they traveled. A court-appointed fee examiner negotiated some fees lower by as much as 7%. While PG&E has funded a trust for fire survivors, just a tiny fraction of them have gotten Any compensation six months after the bankruptcy was finalized. The full story is on KQEDnews.org. I've also linked to it on my Twitter page. I am at Lily Jamali. Well, turning to tech with some 2.7 billion monthly active users, Facebook deletes accounts all the time. Fake accounts, accounts linked to hate speech or terrorism or misinformation. But for the real humans behind some of these accounts, good luck trying to get your data back. KQED's Rachel Myro has more from the Silicon Valley desk.
2: Back in August, Facebook conducted a pre-election misinformation sweep, deleting a bunch of groups, including a group Reba Estante of Walnut Creek was an administrator for.
3: A lot of this stuff that I had uh, posted mainly came
2: from, say, OWN, One American News. That's a far-right pro-Trump cable channel. But Estante says it's a mistake to presume she was always posting in agreement with the articles.
3: There was a big thing with the QAnon. I didn't like it. I think I even posted a Newsweek article about the kind of psychological need that this kind of conspiracy thing was feeding.
2: Estante thinks artificial intelligence software flagged this particular group because its admins and roughly 2,000 members posted a lot of links about hot-button topics like QAnon. Fair enough, she thought at first. Private company, you have a right to
3: kick me off. You have a right to ban me. It's not a constitutional right to have a Facebook account. The thing is... They didn't just wipe the page or the group. They wiped people that maybe were moderators or
2: admins. And then Estante discovered she was blocked from 13 years' worth of photos she'd posted on Facebook, many of them her only copies. No, I want my grandmother's photos, actually.
3: I didn't have certain photos that were on my account on
2: the anniversary of her death. Also, photos of her dead German shepherd Doberman mix, Benji. It's not that hard to download your profile data on Facebook and even move your photos to competing platforms. If your account hasn't been deleted, Estante contacted customer support. She looked up Facebook bigwigs on LinkedIn and contacted them directly. This has been going on since, you know, mid-August.
3: And I'm like, it should not be this, like, Herculean task. Literally, let me
2: just download it and bye-bye. Facebook didn't respond to my request for comment either. Estante even tried to line up a lawyer. But according to the state attorney general's office, neither the California Consumer Privacy Act nor the Privacy Rights Act voters just approved prohibit a company from disabling accounts or deleting data.
1: Any service with 2 billion users is going to make mistakes, right?
2: Law professor Roger Ford at the University of New Hampshire studies privacy and social media platforms.
1: We want them to be taking down bad content. And so the law assumes that we want to immunize people who are who are doing that because we don't want them to worry about getting sued for making those mistakes. And so they don't have a lot of legal incentive to make it easy to fix them.
2: A fact more vexing to political activists and journalists than private citizens like Estate, who says she doesn't care if she ever gets back on Facebook. She just wants her photos. What about the attention regulators and lawmakers are suddenly paying Silicon Valley in D.C.? Is that more likely to make these tech giants more responsive to consumer concerns?
1: The likelihood that anything significant is going to come out of Congress or the FTC or, you know, state attorney generals about the moderation specifically is very low
2: i.e. learn from Astante's experience, and never use a social media platform as a personal archive for any data you care about. For the California Report, I'm Rachel Myro in Menlo Park.
0: And that is the California Report for this Monday, December 21st. We are a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Lily Jamali. Have a great day, everyone.
1: Support for the California Report comes from Personal Capital, offering professional-grade financial tools and objective advice from a fiduciary, personalcapital.com. Eric and Wendy Schmidt whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, focused on finding exceptional people and helping them do more for others together. On the web at SchmidtFutures.com and Water Heaters Only, specializing in the repair and replacement of water heaters since 1968, licensed and insured. Open 24 hours a day, every day. Learn more at WaterHeatersOnly.com. Did you ever wonder what it's like to live alone, hidden in the woods, not speaking to a single soul,